Part 2. Systems. Chapter 6. Citizens' Assembly. Hope was alive in the city. It shook off its code of pessimism. To do so, the city directed funds from other parts of the public budget to pay for the extraordinary Hope Runner Championship. It left a hole, and it needed fixing. The city wanted to answer one question. Should it raise its tax rates on the gridlock to cover the shortfall? In an old hall adorned with polished wood that no longer grew nearby, the chief representative of the commission opened the session. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. We are experiencing auspicious times in our city. We are all sad that our hope runner, Armin, passed away at the edge of our home. An autopsy and mechanical assessment are still underway to determine if there's anything we can learn from Armin's return. We are, however, excited to continue bringing hope to everyone here and to those watching this on the live stream. We've called a citizens' assembly to hear testimonies on the raising of the tax rate on the gridlock. This will allow us to continue funding Hope Runner Championships and do so at an increased pace if necessary. She shifted some papers around before continuing. I want to restate why we are here and why we need to hear from various citizens, groups, and civil institutions across the city. When the gridlock first formed several decades ago, our goals as a city were simple. We would allow this unexpected new car market to continue, but with a compromise. Turning it into a commons would help fund necessary public infrastructure. The gridlock would remain intact until the anomaly disappeared. Over the years, it has helped us survive. We raised funds to radically catalyze sustainable infrastructure following the silencing of the world. It allowed us to build an internal dome to protect us against future catastrophic storms, to fund the Mech Institute, and to fund the Hope Runner Championships. Back then, that's what the chosen always-on-sale tax rate was based on, creating high turnover on the cars to ensure the gridlock wasn't exploited for other reasons. A higher tax rate results in downward pressure on the always-on-sale prices chosen by citizens. If the tax rate is 10% and you price your car at 100 credits, you pay 10 credits per annum. If the tax rate is 50% and you can only afford to pay the same tax per year 10 credits, you will price your car at 20 credits. However, as we know, our city, as resilient and creative as we know it to be, started living and building homes in the gridlock. Since then, we had to change the tax rates to accommodate these new citizens of ours. After the law was passed to allow permanent structures, the tax rates went down to ensure people weren't regularly evicted from the investments they put into the cars. The city benefited from your investments in the gridlock, so thank you. We are always learning. And that's why we're here to ask that question again. We need more funding and we aim to change the tax rates on the gridlock to do so. This could have broad emergent ramifications. It could lower car prices across the city, giving access to more citizens. But this would also increase the turnover, which in turn could cause investors to jump ship. Somewhere is an optimal tax rate for this unique period in our city's existence. We thus need to hear from all of you just like the gridlock remains a monument to our shared future, we must always endeavor to steer our city towards it. Alongside a panel of policy experts that we know and trust, 
our city's random number generator will randomly select 385 citizens to present their opinions. We will start this afternoon. If you are randomly selected, we will notify you. She paused for a moment before turning to the crowd. I believe I speak for everyone that the flames of hope have been lit again. We've been running for so long. We're almost there. <laughs>